Chapter Five of Stories from God's Holy Book by Josephine Looney. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Maria Therese. God's special friend. Joe looked up from the shoe she held in her hand. I need the patience of Job to untie the knots in this shoestring. She observed. Who's Job? Patricia inquired. He must be a doctor. Bobby ventured. He has patience. Not that kind of patience, Joe explained. The kind your mother means when she says, Have patience, Bobby. Don't be in such a rush. How did Job have patience? demanded Patricia. Job was God's special friend, Joe answered. He knew that no matter how many bad things may happen, God is always good. God always has a good reason for everything, and somehow everything will come out right. Did they come out right for Job? Yes. Joe replied. After the bad things were over, Job lived to be one hundred and forty years old and was very happy. Tell us about him, begged Bobby. Where did he live? He lived in the east, in the land of us. He was the richest man in all the east. His farm spread over many miles. He had plenty of servants to work in the fields and in his houses. He had seven thousand sheep, three thousand camels, five hundred teams of oxen, and five hundred donkeys and he had seven fine sons, and three beautiful daughters. Job was a very good man. God loved him and was proud of him. One day, when all the angels were gathered together, God told them that no one in the whole world loved him as much as Job did. The devil was listening. He spoke up and said that anyone who was rich could be good, but that if Job were poor he would not love God so much. "'I'll always love God, no matter whether I'm rich or poor,' Patricia declared." God thought Job would always love him, too, Joe agreed, so he let the devil take away all of Job's riches, but he said the devil must not hurt Job himself. How did the devil take away Job's riches? asked Bobby. I will tell you, Joe replied. One day Job was at home eating his dinner. A messenger came running up. He told Job that some of his enemies had taken his oxen and killed his servants. While this man was speaking, another man came running up. He said that a fire had destroyed Job's sheep and the shepherds who were watching them. Before he had finished talking, a third man came running up. He said that other enemies had carried off Job's three thousand camels. Then the last messenger came running in. He told Job that the wind had blown down the house where his sons and daughters were gathered and had killed them all. Poor Job, murmured Patricia pityingly. That was too many bad things to happen to anyone. Did the devil win? questioned Bobby, or did Job still love God? Job felt very sad, but he did not blame God. He said this prayer, The Lord gave those things to me, and the Lord has taken them away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. That fixed the old devil, didn't it? said Bobby with satisfaction. The devil was very angry, Job replied. He asked God to let him hurt Job himself. Then Job wouldn't be so patient. God answered that he might hurt Job, but he must not kill him. So the devil covered Job with boils from the top of his head to the soles of his feet. What did Job say then? asked Bobby. I had a boil once, and it hurt awfully. Even then Job would not say a sinful word, said Joe. He went out on a hill and sat down. He couldn't help crying. Three of his friends came to sit with him and comfort him. They told him that he must have committed a terrible sin to have such dreadful things happen to him. They begged him to admit it. Had he committed a sin? asked Patricia. 
Joe shook her head. Job answered them and said, I have not sinned. I have tried to do everything that God wanted me to do. Whatever happens, I will never offend him. But Job was very sad in his heart because of all the things that had happened to him. He could not understand why God let him suffer so much. Then a great whirlwind rose, and through the whirlwind Job heard God's voice speaking to him. God explained to Job that no man could understand everything that he did, for God is all-powerful and all-wise. His reasons for doing anything are always good. Men must accept what he sends to them. How can you expect to understand everything I do? God said to Job. Are you as strong and wise as I am? Can you do what I do? Can you cut rivers out of the rock? Can you make thunder or lightning? Can you make day or night? Can you provide food for the beasts of the forest? Can you give wings to the birds? Can you make a prancing, fleet-footed horse? What did Job say? Bobby wanted to know. Job knew that God was right. He felt very humble. He said to God, I know you are all wise and all good. Whatever you do is right. I will always try to be patient, even when I cannot understand. Then God was very pleased with Job. He made him well again, and he gave him twice as much as he had had before. Twice as much, Bobby cried. Then he was rich. You said he had three thousand camels. Twice as much as three thousand camels must be about a million. Isn't it, Joe? Not quite. Two times three is how much? Six, Bobby replied. So two times three thousand would be... Six thousand, shouted Bobby. Joe nodded, pleased. I remember how many donkeys he had. Five hundred, Patricia told them. How much would twice as many be? Joe helped her figure out that it would be a thousand donkeys. With a little more coaching, the children also found that Job now had fourteen thousand sheep and one thousand teams of oxen. Did he have twice as many sons and daughters? asked Patricia. No, answered Joe, but he had just as many, seven fine sons and three beautiful daughters. Patricia was quiet a moment and then announced, I think I'll be patient as Job, too. Maybe I'll get twice as much as I have now. End of chapter 6